The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. Do you wear a headband? I wear a hat. But I, do, I really but I think wear, you like, should be wearing a headband. I've started to like, because I used to be quite fashionable, and sometimes I still am. Like when I when I put some effort into it. Um, however, like when it started to come to this, like I'm realizing that I'm starting to look like, like I'm in New Jersey or something. In New Jersey, what do I don't you mean? Know. Like like one of the what like are you picturing for me, New Jersey? It's picturing me as like one of the mob wives who's like exercising outside. I mean, me. I watch a lot of Sopranos. I can ask you about that. Yeah, it's it feels like that because everything is mismatched and kind of ta- trashy. I actually think you may be onto something, but I think headbands and also leg warmers are entirely necessary. I'm going to talk to you about this. I'm okay. going to try to try to help you out with this group. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. And as usual, we have a lot today. We do have an interview we are going to be playing because I spoke with two of the members of Anti Donna. Now, you may wonder, what is Anti Donna? What is Anti Donna? Some people uh, wonder, some people know, and I know... This, we had some messages. Somebody wrote us on Twitter and I believe an email um, asking us if we would be interviewing this comedy group, Auntie Donna, when they came to Portland. And at the time, I was unaware of who they were, but when we got those messages, I was like, okay, let me see who this is. And it's a comedy group out of Australia, and they're doing a North American tour. They've got an album out, they've got videos out, so they so do music. So that's the name of their, their comedy The troop. name of their troupe is Auntie Donna. Gotcha. Yeah. To clarify that. So so Auntie Donna is the name of the troupe. And two of the members called in here yesterday to do an interview. And I'll, I'll talk more about the interview in a minute. But we're going to be playing that interview here shortly with them. They are strange, strange Australian men. So that's uh, that's <laughs> one of the best ways. And thank you, big thank you to Greg. I wasn't able to make the interview. So thank you, Greg, for um, being able to take that yeah. and make an amazing interview. It was it. it was an odd experience. And it was, it was great. I will say I'm... I'm very happy that you were yeah. able to take care of that. Oh yeah, no. So they're they're going to be here in town uh, tonight. Actually, they're they're here today. So they'll they'll be at the Aladdin Theater. And we'll we'll talk about that later on. But uh, cool. so that's coming up. Also, don't forget to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. That would be wonderful if that you're going to be doing be any shopping on Amazon. All right, so Sarah, let's talk about this now. Right. You know, we've been we've been trying to get more in shape and going to the gym and all that stuff. But I know you've been going on a lot of walks and Sarah was explaining something to me here before the show about, about that. She thinks what, that you may have a problem or you're just acknowledging. I'm kind of, this is how I'm spending. Like this is a daily part of my life now. And I'm afraid that I'm just going to start spiraling down this like horrifically tacky way of dressing and looking and stuff. And I'm just not going to be able to come back. Okay, so so essentially this, that you go on walks, correct? Yes, I go on long old lady power walks. If anybody follows you on Instagram, they know you go to the cemetery a lot because there will be at Man, least... Man, I haven't been to the cemetery in a long time. And later today, you'll see on Instagram, there will be pictures from Sarah at the at the cemetery, I guarantee. Well, I am walking home from that's here, probably, so I might hit it up on the way back. That's probably what's going to happen. That's true. <laughs> so, uh, so you like to go on your walks, but you're now when you're walking, you're saying that you do kind of like a... A power walk? I don't do like an arm thing. Like, I do don't you do, do the, the like, arm thing? No, I don't do the arm thing. But I am starting to see that like I've really like dropped off caring about what I look like in public, and I end up bumping into a lot of people that I know since this is Portland, which is basically a big, you know, a small city, big town. How how do you mean you've given up caring on how you? look? I mean, I just kind of like what are you? What are you? What are you implying with that? I, I'm Describe just wearing – I, I just have, have put together these outfits that I've decided that I will exercise in that just look awful. Like I have like scrunched down socks and I have leggings, you know, like what shiny leggings. What are scrunched leggings. down socks? I don't know. Just like, you know, like – Sarah's lifting up her leg like right now to show me. socks that just aren't fashionable. Like I look like I'm from the 80s uh-huh. kind of. Okay. And uh, lots of bright colors because I don't want to get hit by a car. So I'll wear like a bright pink hat with like a, you know, like a purple jacket. Like I've just started to realize that I kind of look like a cliché – um, like a midlife power walking lady. Yeah. Yeah. Well, which, I mean, I'm not saying. Yes, Greg? You, uh, I can tell by the look. Sure, you're not a midlife power walk lady. I think you need to embrace who you are. I'm sorry. You are a midlife power walk lady. I am. You have become this. I have. I mean, and look at today, I'm wearing a sparkly hat. Like, this used to be cute with like an outfit that I wear. And like, now I'm like. 
I'm wearing shorts. So it's rolling back and looking at her looking shorts because she can't I'm remember looking what she's... at what I've become. Yeah. I'm, I should basically just get one of those, you know, like windbreakers that have like the matching pants. This is what I'm telling you. I think you... that I probably, I'm, I'm almost to that point because that stuff, I'm, I look at people wearing that shit and I don't think like that looks tacky anymore. I, I just think, oh, that looks comfortable. So. <laughs> I bet that's What, really... are you going into the comfort zone? I don't know, man. Because you have made fun of me for years about what I wear. Not all the wear. time. No, not in, in other parts of my life. But yes, in the part where I mostly bump into people and see people. Like Now I think I'm starting to look like the weird power walker lady because I'm always walking around listening to my stories on tape and I have my headphones on just walk, walk, walk in around town. Uh-huh. And that's when I see, except for you know, like when I'm out socially with my friends, I mean, that's when I see the majority of people that I know. Because I'll bump into them at the grocery store, at the you know, at some sort of like second. And you're in these store. outfits, and I'm in these outfits, and it just looks like this is. Do you like ever the way explain I'm dressing it now? Do you Not ever explain really. that you're out for a walk? Because no, I have that seen that sounds it. weird. Like I'm out for I mean, a walk. Here's the thing: I didn't want to say anything, you know, and I'm not judging, just observing. You have come to the studio a lot lately. In these outfits, mm-hmm. you'll have your workout shorts and your leggings, and then some kind of weird hoodie thing that you've got on. And you you do tend to wear this a lot. I do. Well, because I don't... The set, the part of my day that I usually care what people think I look like is, like, not until later in the evening. Right. Unless, so, it, unless we have, like, a special... Greg, you know, like, day like Greg Barrett. Like, he's definitely shower-worthy. Oh, sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Shower... Absolutely shower-worthy. So... You, uh, and I'm taking a look here in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you're a Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club member, one of the uh, perks of that is being able to listen live or going back and looking at the chat and all of the things that come with it. And Mike is saying uh, he's judging. I'm not judging. I'm just observing. No, I want one of the, I just posted in the chat too, like what I want. Like this is what it's getting close to. Okay, to explain what's in there is a matching pantsuit. And this is where I want to talk to you about this. I want to try to work with you on something. Because I, I see an opportunity here. And Tony is also saying Sarah's one step away from pajama pants. Uh, no. This is the slippery slope. No, I will not do that. It is the that. gateway. It's the gateway drug to, to pajama pants, to going out in public in pajama pants. It's not the gateway drug to pajama pants. The next step is going to be going out in sweats. I will not be doing that. But I mean, I am and technically that, in like, like sweatish kind of things because I'm wearing like fluorescent colored shorts with over leggings. But I mean, but that's not in public public. It but should be noted again, it's February or no, it's March now. It's March 7th today, 2018. Yeah, so it's cold outside. Mm-hmm. So I'm layering. So you're wearing shorts. Over my leggings, yes. Over I'm not the leggings. Wearing, yes, it's a layering thing. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, I do think Tony has a point. You're on the road. It's just as long as you're aware, you're on the road to going out to the grocery store in pajama pants. I'm not going to wear pajama pants. Which I have been pants. seeing more and more people doing it lately. No, I've, like, I It's still... really become a thing. It... No, this is for my walking. Like, I just don't, I wear it because it's comfortable to walk in, not uh-huh. because, like, I, I don't feel like putting on actual clothes. Like, that's the thing. I'm consciously putting on different clothes. They're just look awful together. Right. And this is just my, this is it's my kind jam of a hodgepodge lately. of things mm-hmm. you're putting together. Uh, really quick on oh, the pajama Oh, I really pants. do. The more of these images I'm sharing about these bright 80s, like windbreaker matching pantsuit pant sets. Yeah. I want one. Oh, my God. I would wear the... That would be Ugh. so... I would... Oh, my God. I do want... It's so close. Okay. It's, okay. There's, there's several things we need. Okay. There's several things we need to discuss with this, with your desire to start wearing matching pantsuits. Uh Back to the pajama pants thing really quick. I just want to say I've observed I've, I've, I've observed it becoming more of a thing lately, and I don't like it. That's it. I just want to say I don't like it. I don't think, especially the last time I took a flight, I didn't even talk about this. When I went to Vegas, there was a girl who was wearing pajama pants that was getting on the plane. I don't want to be, I don't want to be near your pajama pants. I don't oh. know. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like the idea that you're – I don't know. There's something Whoa, about that's it. super judgy, Greg. Super judgy. That's how they try. I am hardcore judging. I mean, I kind of judge it too. But you know what? I have fr- some of my closest you, friends plenty, wear pajama pants in public, and I still love them there are dearly. Plenty. I didn't say I hated them. I'm just saying I'm judging them, and because there are plenty of comfortable pants that you can wear on a plane or shorts or anything. But pajama pants, it implies. Oh, I just, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it. For some Why? Reason. Because like you know that they're marinating in them at night. That's kind of what it really and comes then, like, down to. I didn't want to say it. There's like. 
Oh, I've I've been these have been attached like to my body. Like you just rolled out of this they've after been, sleeping in it all night. They've been embracing my body your, all night long, and now I'm going to come in public and release all my smells. Yeah, with to the your world. sleep stink all over it, and oh man, no, there's just something I just I can't do, I can't deal with on that. Anyway, that was my side note on that. Back to your matching pantsuits. So right now you're in the. You're in the transition phase. I'm of not becoming in the transition phase. I never a midlife power walker. I mean, this is your you're transitioning walking. into this. I love walking. Nothing wrong with that. It's good yeah. exercise. Solid exercise. It is, and that's also that. That's also kind of why I've liked you having my car because I have no excuse. I'm mm-hmm. like I just walk everywhere. My truck has been out of commission, and uh, Sarah is letting me uh, borrow her. Yeah, because he has which, to go way, and do like all of his multiple like fancy jobs. I'm like, oh, I, I can just walk. Places. Yeah, it's pretty difficult. You have to do it you without have a, a car. You have a streamlined like. Uh, times that you have to be places. Yeah, I have like 15 minute windows where it's like there's a bus or, or Lyft would be very expensive. Um, but they, oh, with the truck though, thank you to everybody who's been emailing me. Uh, Doug is helping me out with that tonight, so hopefully I'll be back in commission tonight. Ooh. Anyway, uh, so 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 yes, you've been going on your walks. You've been doing you've been doing this. You're starting to enjoy it. You're transitioning, and I'm not what transitioning we need to talk into a about, walker. Like I used to, I do like walking. You need to embrace it. This is Portland. This, there's a place for everything here, and I think you need to start a power walking group. I think this could be a huge fad in Portland of bringing this back. No. This is the kind of city that would actually embrace something like that. Let me, let no, because this is something I like to do by myself. Couldn't everyone have to be required to wear headphones and not talk to each other? No. So here's what's going to happen. Here's where I think you should lead the charge on this because I'm going to be awesome, honest. You know, at the bottom line, I think there's a buck in it for you. So and, and for me. And here's what I think. What should be going on is this. You need to start a power walking club. Call it a club. A social power walking social club. How's that? You can power come walking Sarah's power PWSC. walking. PWSC. Yeah, join the PWSC. The FERSC and the PWSC. The oh, PWSC, no. the Power Walking Social Club, brought to you by Sarah X. Dillon. And you would be the leader. So you need to be in charge of this. In the live chat, Courtney's saying there are tons of walking groups. Well, this is going to be a different kind of walking group. Why? Oh, how would it possibly be different? Because you're going to put the pizzazz back into power walking. You're going to make it hip and cool to where all, all these Please younger people. Please don't call people, it like pizzazz walking or something. Pizzazz walking. His hour, I don't know. I don't know about that one. I definitely need some work on the name. I'm, I'm not nailing that part. Maybe maybe everybody in the chat can help us think about this. <laughs> Nibbles so, says, Sarah, the sun can do tremendous damage to your skin. I hope you're wearing an oversized visor when you walk. A visor would be good. That matching, is... Matching... Okay, what you need... Really good advice. Matching tracksuit, top to bottom matching tracksuit, and you need almost like a uniform for your whole group, for your power walking club, whatever you're going to call it. You need to come up with a name for it, by the way, or else mm-hmm. I'm going to name it. Someone's saying, was that on the Goldbergs? Is that that show with the guy from know. Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yes. Yes. I have friends yeah, that really Jeff, like that show. Jeff from uh, yeah, Curb. Yeah. I have not seen it, so if they have covered Power Walking, well, I'm sure everyone's sorry. covered Power Walking, but I'm saying, like, I have seen it before, and now I feel like I'm gravitating toward it. Sit, but I don't want to be social. Power Walking clubs and groups oh. of people and people that like it. But I just don't want to be social. Like, I don't mean to sound like an asshole, but I spend a lot of time talking to other people. I'm sorry, like, that's not an option. This it is, is my, how you're my going walking to make money. time is like my me time where I listen to my stories and just. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. That, that time have is my over. Own time. What you're going to be doing, I've also been watching a lot of Sopranos and they do do it on there too. You that's need to put what on I was a lot of makeup. Like for some reason, like the, like the mob wives, mm-hmm. I picture them just with their talon nails all walking around. That's what visors. you need to start. You need to start this club. You need to be a leader here in Portland of this. And I'll help you. Like, I'll. I'll market it. I'll I'll own the group. You know, I'll own the club or whatever. But you run it. And then that way, you know, we both profit. And this thing is is going to take off here in Portland. I think if you started a power walking club and made like a big deal about it, you would get lots of people joining. I mean, it would be kind of fun to have a power walking club. I'm just saying, you know, and you all wear matching track suits, get a track suit sponsor or pantsuit or whatever you call them. But we could all like walk up to the top of Tabor and then at the end of the of it, like have like um, some like sparkly wine or some champagne at the top. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Well, I suppose. Yeah, we could have. Yeah, you I could mean, do we a wouldn't bit do that. that because legally you can't technically drink in public parks. Uh-huh. But we could totally do. You got to do the arm thing while you do it. You have like little weights. Oh, you can have the weights. I have one. Greg, I have wanted to carry weights oh when God. I walk for so long. Why? But what I has kept you from doing this? For shame. Because for of shame. shame? Yeah. I wanted to carry my little hand weights. <laughs> Brahim and Hanna said you could call yourself power walking boss babes. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> boss babes. 
Power walking boss babes. That uh, that's the Are you worst. Dry heaving is that yes, just that happening was awful. right there. That's awful. Oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be kind of fun, actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think this is the whole opportunity. Yeah, Courtney says I agree with Sarah. My walking time is my time. It totally is. Like we can all have the same final destination, but when I'm walking, I don't want to be talking and walking. As the CEO of Power Walking, Boss, when I see babes, people out there doing that, I'm like, and I see them walking down the street, like I'm like, oh, that looks so awful. I that is the last thing I'd want to be but doing. But not in a big old group. Mm. That changes it. Then it's a social. No, activity. what if it's, it doesn't have to be a social activity? What if it's yes, a big group no, of people, but they don't? Activity. Greg, this is my group, so you stop telling me how I'm going to run my group. So. What I'm saying... As the CEO of Power Walking Boss Babes, <laughs> I've done some research. I believe in my Power Walking group, there's absolutely no talking to each other allowed. Everyone has their own individual audiobooks or music that this they're listening to. This isn't about you. And then we all just walk together alone. What, and not say a word to each other? Yes. You are not allowed like to the, speak to each other. What is it, the silent remnant or whatever they are? The guilty remnant? Guilty remnant, yeah. yeah where you it's just like sit that. there and... Like, I want to listen to my Melissa Joan Hart book without anybody talking to me. And I'm sure somebody else then wants you to listen all... to their only thing. Their okay. Books. Then you all listen to an audio book from Audible. Go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the Audible link. And you can all listen to the same audio book. So it's book. like a book club, so a book walking club. club? We got a book club. We got a power club. We got a pantsuit club. We got... Uh, uh, you can drink uh, champagne. You can put on makeup. Like, it's a whole, all of these things at once. I'm not going to put on makeup. What are you talking yeah, don't about? You wanna, don't you, makeup. Like, don't they all, the power walkers put on makeup, don't they? I don't know. They get all done up or something. Again, I've been watching The Sopranos over again. A lot of people that I've seen that are like hardcore workout people uh-huh. always got the nails dead and they always have a shit ton of Nail makeup club. on. Dude, you stack no. all these clubs into one. This is what we're selling. You're getting all the clubs in one because who has time to join a bunch of different clubs? Like, I don't have time to do a book club. So you can I don't have, have like, time all to go of to your interests club. in one club so it makes you have, seem like more diverse than you really are? I don't have are. time to go to a book club. I want to get it all done at once in a one hour. Mm, we'll have half hour packages and one hour packages uh, and one to five times a week. Where you join and you get to boom, 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 boom. Oh my God. You knock them all this out at once. This would actually be kind of really fucking fun. All right. Now that we're talking about this, now so I'm not I'm really you. joking anymore. Get a short story and like a, an audio book, like short story. Everyone listens to the same story that's like an hour long. You all walk. You're getting exercise while you're reading the book. And then at the end, you meet at the park. You have your champagne and you have a ladies book club meeting where you sit. Or not, gentlemen too. doesn't have to just be ladies. Anyone who wants to come. And then you just sit there yeah. and you discuss what you've heard about, like what you liked and did didn't like about the book that we had just listened to while we we're all exercising. That's an idea. Telling you. That's I'm an idea, an idea, man. Yeah. Oh. So there I you go. I would do that. I would uh, do that. Edward's saying we could call it Greg Nibbler's basic power walking for women. Can I? Uh, we don't have to put my name on it. No, your name will not go anywhere. Yeah, Jenky said that's a legitimately good idea. That I'll totally be, is. I'll and this be, is my idea. Stop that is to, not your it idea. It is totally my idea. The book club walk and then you uh, meet at the end dude, and have conversations. I just put all that together. No, you can have like, we can have like nice, yes. Okay, you, you did are not. not stealing. I think if we rewound, that was my idea. The, listening to the oh. same book and then we have a book club meeting uh, at the end. No, hold on. Oh, we have to register a domain for it. Crap. Hold on here. You're not taking everything that I've just worked for for the last half hour and then being oh, like, oh, I came oh, up Greg, with it. Oh, Greg, you worked so hard. I came up you with You wouldn't this. have even known that I was a power walker if I hadn't told you about my issues and how I'm getting a little nervous that I was really, it was a slippery slope. That would be awesome. Everyone like signs up for the same audio book like in the same week and then like we meet up on a Saturday or something. You have to save the last hour of the book. Or whatever. And then we can all listen to that last hour together. Mm. Yeah, you know that's a good idea. No, that's not necessarily Because there aren't really hour-long books. That's just a really short, or I guess a short story. Yes, that's why it needs to be an hour long. Mm. So, okay, it's being said that this could work. All right, Mr. Jakey's saying I'd call that idea group effort. Okay, let's just agree that it was a group effort. (laughs) All right. All right, fine. All right, so what should we call it? 60-40. All right, so... So we're, we're reading and we're working out. What are we doing? We're, like, getting healthy. We're getting in healthy of mind and body. We are... got to have something new agey to be calling mi- uh, mind, mind and grind. Mind, ew. No, ew. I don't know why. Grind doesn't seem like a good thing. Uh, walk no, walkie no talkie. No, that doesn't sound like a very um, inclusive, warm <laughs> group to join. The Power Walking Book Club. Yeah, it could just be something like that. Power Walking Book Club... 
Um, it's oh. got to have something. There's got to be something. It cool needs to in have there. a kitsch. Yeah. It needs, yeah. Because we don't. We work, work in a, puns. Yeah. Get a pun. We work in puns. Greg's Streetwalkers. Oh, because Greg is the manager for a group of women who walk the streets. Oh, yeah. Do you own a purple suit? You are not the manager. John said. Uh, well, about, no, so I'm about, definitely oh, involved in this. This about, is. I got it. I got it. I got it. So since we are going to wear if we're wearing our old lady like uh, workout outfits, what about swish and dish? What? Because it's the swishing sound that those uh, workout outfits make when they walk like. And then we dish about the book. The swish and dish. Oh, I don't know. Swish and dish. Sounds like you're a dishes cleaning club. Swish and dish. Don't do paper, that paper, dance. Paper, I paper, wish you could paper, see the paper, dance paper. she's doing in I'm there. not dancing. I'm power walking. Sure. Well, soon enough, they will be able to see. Mm-hmm. All right, but anyway. Yes. Um, no. No, no, no. One step chapter by walk, step, step ch- by step. Step by step, chapter by chapter. Step and chapter. Step. Uh. So Actresses. All right, we should. Why don't we play your interview? Okay. And why don't we just do? I, and at the end of the interview, I feel like we will have had it. Okay, we'll have worked it out. We'll have worked it out. All right. Well, let's let's do this then. So, Auntie Donna is going to be uh, performing at the Aladdin Theater tonight, uh, and I want to talk about this interview. So, these guys, if if you start looking up their stuff, they they're a strange group. They're odd. They're, they're odd gentlemen. They are odd gentlemen from Australia. They're very Australian, and they're having a ton of success right now. They're winning a bunch of awards in Australia, and they've got a podcast. They've got um, videos. They've got a comedy album, and they've got their tour. All Everything's kind of happening at once, so I think you're going to be seeing a lot more about Auntie Donna uh, very soon. And here's the thing, though. I did the interview, and first off, we had a bunch of tech issues getting a hold of each other because they're on an Australian number in San Francisco trying to call through a service to get to me and nothing was connecting, so it took a while. And we, we ended up making it all work. And they tried to go with this bit at the beginning. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's, it's good. this is the kind of interview we're going to be doing, which is fine. I'm totally cool with that, where it's like, oh, we're going to be bizarre and strange. I had all these it questions prepared. It's really awkward prepared. when someone starts with a bit. And you're like, how do you – how are we going to – like sometimes you have to commit, sometimes you don't. Greg did an no, excellent well, job with this. Here's what I did. I was like, all right, we're going with this bit. I'm sticking with it. I'm I'm – I'm going to test your limits with this bit. And so that's what, what we did. And that was pretty much. It was pretty masterful. I was here. I was I, like, I was, I'm not going to let you let it go. No. I'm going to, I'm going to keep one upping because normally when you start, when you do like a bit like that, especially if you don't know the person, like somebody's got to back out of it at some point. And I did a little testing a couple of times and I was like, all right, we're riding this bit out. This is what we're going to do. And, uh, and that's what happened. And that's, this is what it is. So let's go ahead and play it. <laughs> the, the, these guys are awesome, by the way. They were very nice, uh, very good dudes. So, and uh, it's antidonna.com, and you can pick up tickets for the Aladdin Theater. Let's go ahead and play it. Here it is. This right. is two of the members of Auntie Donna, right here on Fun Employment Radio. Here we go. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us. And we are joined now after many technical difficulties over miles and miles and all kinds of things that we have had to put together here to make this happen. We are bringing you live. Broden and Zach from Auntie Donna. Hello, Broden and Zach. How are you guys doing? Um, yes, lots of technical difficulties. We are calling from a long, long, long way away, as you can probably tell by our accents. <laughs> exactly. That's We're doing it all the way from San Francisco. So, yeah. so far from Portland, Oregon. I mean, it's just, just tremendous how we've been able to make this happen. So, um, Hey, I want to say thank you guys for joining us. So it's it's really cool to have you on. I want to say we've had actually a bunch of listeners write of our show write us asking if we were going to have you on because they saw you coming into Portland on Wednesday, March seventh. So it turns out we've got some mutual fans, and uh, and that is that is really cool. And I've been watching a bunch of your stuff. It's hilarious. You guys have had quite a run, especially this year alone has been packed with things going on. You've got. What, an album, a special, the tour, all of this. And I thought maybe we could go back, though, and just for, for those of those, uh, those listeners who don't know, maybe a little bit about the history of Auntie Donna and how you guys got started in this. Well, before, before we get into that, I want you to know that all of those letters and messages were from me. <laughs> uh, that, that was just all a lie, a ruse, if you will. Um, Good job. A story about how we began. I just want to say, like, you're getting the hot scoop on our, on our origin story because we, we love Portland. When we were there last, people said it was the sister city of Melbourne where we're from in Australia. I don't know if 
if that was just one person saying that to me or if that's a genuine thing. But we feel quite a, a kindred connection to, to Portland. But so we feel like we want to give you the true backstory. Usually in interviews, we don't tell people how we, how we formed. But for you today, we are going there. I we like to that. keep mystery usually. We like to create a sense of where did these guys come from? They just <laughs> popped up online one day out of nowhere and suddenly they were, they were doing YouTube and albums. Uh, where are they from? Well, we usually like to keep a little mystery, but we like, we like to be honest with our friends. And Portland, Portland is our friends. So here's the true story. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. It's going to be such a true story. It's going to blow your mind. I, I can't wait to tell it, Brody. Yeah, me neither. It's, it's so uh, so exciting to finally just get it off our chair. And here it is. Uh, we met at karate school uh, in Australia. Uh, we were all three of us wanted to learn how to kill a man. Yes. Uh, um, I, I just wanted to learn self-defense. Um, I wanted to learn self-defense while killing people um, with my hands. Uh, so we all went to karate school. I became a black belt immediately. Like straight away, they walked in. He walked in, I remember. This is my first memory of Froden, is he walked in and he just took someone's black belt <laughs> while they were on the toilet. Yeah, and then I was a black belt because that's how you, that no one told me that I wasn't a, a black belt. Right. So, uh, and then, and then, but then, to be fair, once that guy got off the toilet, he beat up Broden pretty bad. Yeah, and then I was a yellow belt again. Um, and to this day, I am a yellow belt. But at the end of that day, the three of us were like, this works. We should start a karate group. Yeah. And, um, and here we are. Here we are. Just traveling around the world, killing people with karate. Yeah. Yeah, which is why karate exists, by the way. A lot of people will say it's for self-defense or fitness or, you know, self-discipline. Mm-hmm. No, nah, killing. Killing. Uh, yeah, I've, I've got 180 confirmed. Congratulations. Um, that's what you want. I'm, I'm on a billion. <laughs> wow. That that's is on a billion. Really, yeah. really impressive. The ancient Australian art form of karate, you know, being used here in this modern day and age. It's, it's uh, wonderful that you guys are keeping this going for everybody. And thank you for giving us the backstory. Thank you so much. You know, because that is something... No, no, not at all. Have you seen any of our karate videos? I, you know, I, I've seen some of the comedy videos. I haven't seen a lot of the karate videos. Um, but I feel like, you know, they yeah, must be up so there. We, I, uh, I, sh- I should explain the comedy videos. We had a, um, in 2012, we had a producer by the name of Trish Carlin. And she told us that if we wanted to get our karate live show out there, we would need to start uploading comedy videos on a regular basis. Um, we ne- we didn't really get it, but, it, you know, it has really helped us get the karate shows out there. Yeah. It's been good. So we're coming to Portland uh, later this week, and our ambition is to do the comedy show, and then at the end of it we do a little plug for our karate show, which is our real passion, um, where we say, hey, if you like karate, we're around tomorrow doing a demonstration of our karate uh, and that, and we just do those demonstrations. We usually just book out like a karate school. Um, we get uh, Rai, who works for our tour manager here. She calls up different karate schools and says, "Hey, got some exciting karate boys. Um, you, they want to run a class at their karate school. Is that something that can be done?" And and really, yeah, the comedy is just really a front for the karate. It's the vehicle. In fact, we've started saying comedy a bit more like karate, just to ease karate. To ease, yeah, ease people into it. We're now a commodity group. That is brilliant marketing, actually, to ease that in. Because, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of people may be shocked at first when they find out about your real passion. But obviously, you have to get people in the door, you know. And uh, karate, yeah. karate wasn't getting the same press that it had been before. But now I feel like it's going to make a comeback. And you could be the leaders of that. That's right. And oh, well, we feel like we are the leaders. Me with my 180 confirmed kills and yeah. Zach with one-seventh of the world's population murdered <laughs> by his karate. Um, we feel like we are the people to take that out there and say, this is a great way to get fit. It's yeah. a great way to stay healthy right. and to work on your by You know, there's a lot of fat kids out there. Yes. And things. Could kill them with our karate. Yeah, <laughs> or teach them how to get fit. Oh, It's one or the other. You know, survival with, of with, the fittest. 
literally survival of the fittest. If you don't, if you can't do ten push-ups, Zach goes for you. I go for you. I can't do ten push-ups, but what I can do is kick good. That's well, and that's a very important part, I'm sure. Now, if you could do a karate, are you thinking about movies with the karate? Are we thinking about you know a franchise? Uh, look. The thing is, like, so we've seen a lot of these karate movies, you know, The Karate Kid, um, The Matrix has a bit of karate in it. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, that's got a little bit of karate. Rush Hour 2 and 3 has quite a bit of karate in it. <laughs> Rush Hour 1 doesn't have that much karate You'd be in surprised it. how little karate there is in, in Rush Hour 1. And we just thought... Okay, here they are. They're just they're just showing off their karate skills, mm-hmm. but it's not real karate. You want to see real karate? You've got to come to one of our karate classes. Yeah. Okay. If you want karate, if you don't want karate, then don't come to our karate because we're just doing karate. Yeah. It's just so much karate. It's... Our karate classes. Just front like, to back. So much karate. Like, it's so. Oh man, there's so much karate it's like hard to express what what's odd is there's not much karate in our kamadi shows so when we do our kamadi show the one that i believe we're meant to be plugging now there's mm-hmm. very little karate in the kamadi but there is karate there is a little bit of karate we always just try to throw in just a bit of karate and what happens then is the audience goes okay i'm laughing but i'm also a little bit turned on from this karate mm-hmm. yeah i wonder if there's any sort of karate classes tomorrow where i can learn to also be good at karate and that's the magic of karate is if you if you can trick people into wanting karate by using karate Mm-hmm. You guys do a lot of karate in Portland? You know, it's kind of one of those things. It's, there's been an underground karate scene, I feel like. You know, comedy's been bigger, uh-huh. but I feel like it's an up-and-coming thing, and maybe we're adapting that, you know, from Australia, having you guys here. You know, and just to satisfy, you know, for the marketing wizards who want us to talk about your, your comedy show, um, you know, which is yeah. this Wednesday at the, at the Aladdin Theater. It is Wednesday. And yeah, so this Wednesday at the Aladdin Theater... Um, the day before our karate class, which is at... Downtown Portland. Downtown Portland Karate and Co. Uh, karate classes. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, that's our karate alarm. I was going to say, is it time uh, now to practice? Or... Yeah, we've got, we, we have to go practice, but we've put it off because we wanted to talk to you guys in Portland. I appreciate um, so that. So what we'll do is we'll make up for it. For it. We'll do 15 minutes extra karate today. That's fantastic. When we do karate this afternoon. Well, I, I appreciate that, and the people of Portland appreciate that, and appreciate you coming here, you know, and spreading the word of your uh, kamadi and karate. And um, you know, it's yeah. been it's been a big year for you already with the with the album. The album's coming out on what April sixth. Yes, 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 it is. Yes, yeah, it is. it's a fun album. We've got lots of songs, comedy songs. Kamadi. Uh, Kamadi songs, I'm so sorry. We've got some Kamadi songs. Stay We've on got brand. some little bits and gaps. Um, unfortunately, being an audio uh, uh, audio medium, not a lot of karate, uh, which was which was a tough conversation to have. But it's what we've done is we've tried to subliminally, subliminally put karate into the album. So Excellent. if you listen to the album, occasionally you'll hear a sound like this. Can you hear that? I, I could. That's my hand, mid-karate, sort of cutting the wind. And we just tried just to subliminally get a few other things in. <laughs> um, you know, we try, like, you actually listen to uh, uh, Walking In On Someone Doing A Poo. Which is one of the hear, songs. Which is one of the songs. And you can hear in the background um, something in backwards. If you flip that song you'll hear just the instructions for how to do a great, uh, a very grounded kick. Wow. Uh, yes, so hidden the album, throughout the album. I mean, yeah. Mm. That's, the, the ambition of the album is kind of like a, a cool Christian rock album. Yeah, I, that's the, definitely the vibe I got. Go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to say, yeah, that's the vibe so I got. You know, a lot about, uh, you know, preaching and prayer that I noticed in there, implied anyway. You know, it's that kind of thing is, you know, like, you, you get the youth coming, you know, they might not want to go to church because it's not hip, it's not cool. Right. And so what we do is we go, hey, do you like rock and roll? And they go, I love rock and roll. Do you like EDM dance music? And, and the kids go, yeah, we love that. And we go, well, we're doing that. 
And then when they're in and when they're enjoying the music, when they're enjoying the heart throbs, mm-hmm. the sexy boys or sexy girls, mm-hmm. then we go, hey, if you like this, you'll love, you'll love Christ. And, you'll yes. love, and then when they're on board with Christ, we move them to karate. It's a whole... Did you know that Christ, Christ was good at karate? Uh, see, and this is another thing that I'm learning from this interview. I, I always thought he might be, but I didn't know for sure. It wasn't confirmed uh, to well, me. Well, a lot of people don't realize he's often, because he was drawn a lot in the re- Renaissance, um, he was often drawn as like a white man with blonde hair. Mm-hmm. But in fact, he was a karate man. So when, when you see him with his robe, he would have actually been wearing karate clothes, just a practical pair of shorts and a T-shirt, which is good for karate. Good leg movement, uh, and not constricted, what yeah. I realized about Christ was that he was one of the best, one of the best karate people at, at the time. Can you guess what belt Jesus Christ was in karate? Well, I mean, I would think maybe black, but I, I could be wrong. Blue. Blue. He was a blue he belt. Was a blue belt. So he never he wasn't even he wasn't even at the top. So you are you two are better at karate than Christ was. Let's let's be really clear about this. Oh uh, well. We are better than Jesus Christ at karate. At karate. We don't want you cutting off that quote. No. This is not a John Lennon situation. I don't want a John Lennon situation. Christ is better at being the son of God. Christ is better at uh, loving at, everyone, at being one third of the Holy Trinity. Uh, Christ is better at loving everyone, turning uh, and being able to feed lots of people at once at one sitting. What we are saying is that in the very specific field of karate, we are better than Christ, but only in that very specific field. Well, that and being the Son of God. <laughs> Um, but I just want to be really clear about that. Yes, um, uh, and I appreciate clarity. It's, we're we're very much about the facts on this show. Um, it's very rigid, and our listeners will be able to tell if you're not if you're not being clear. It's it's something that that really goes against oh, what man. we stand for. But are we in trouble right now? <laughs> no, I think you're you're okay. No, I just I'm not trying to throw any gotcha questions or anything like that. I just want to be clear about the karate side. And as far as Christ was concerned, because I, I want people to know what they're getting when they come to see your show. We're bigger than Christ. <laughs> there it is. Go see Andy Dunham. We're bigger. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was awesome. All right. Well, <laughs> We're trying to break the Midwest. This is a stupid decision. Is Oregon big on Christ? <laughs> I know. I, I figured I'd just let you take it where you wanted to. Um, all right. So... <laughs> Auntie Donna, going to be at the Aladdin Theater on March 7th. You can check out their albums coming out on April 6th. You can watch their videos online. Um, touring America for the second time. You guys are fantastic. It is, it is going to be really fun to see you on Wednesday night. And, uh, and thanks, guys, on your tour, taking some time from karate and spreading the word of Christ and to take a little bit of time to provide some comedy for everybody uh, this Wednesday. So we really appreciate it. Yep, no worries. Just want to clarify, Thursday at 11 o'clock at Karate Co. in Portland downtown. Come along, bring your karate belts, and uh, we'll get fit. Just bring a $5, $5 note, uh, and we, I think we are taking F-plus for the classes. Yeah, yep, so it's a $5 deposit and then $900 for the morning, uh, but you'll get so it's 905 all up. You'll have a great time. You're going to get fit. Get fit and learn something. You know, learn some things and uh, see the man who has killed a billion people with his karate. So... Come on down to that first. Go ahead. And 180. Broden was just pointing out that he has also killed some people with his karate. He didn't want you to forget. I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. I was trying to keep it, you know, for brevity's sake. And I overlooked that, and I do apologize. So I don't want to be 181. All right. There we go. So... As you could tell, that was an interesting interview. So I didn't want to say too much beforehand. I know that was that was a long interview, but what I really think is, and they I was just talking to people in the live chat. Into. Yeah, yeah, they didn't know that I would roll with it. So I, I like at the end. I feel like I kind of broke them a little bit. You did. I don't. Because I think they specifically said this was not a good idea. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, because they can't troll a troll, Greg. No, no, I can roll with that. I, I could have rolled with that as long as we wanted to. But um, so <laughs> I remember yeah. even when I was listening to him, like, Greg is just still taking this. Yeah. Like, oh, he's just, this is like a <laughs> last man standing thing at this point. John in the chat just said, they showed up to the pickup gang think- game thinking they were going to dunk all over you, but not so much. Yep. Yep. That was glorious. So anyway, Auntie I've never Donna. been so proud. <laughs> <laughs> Auntie Donna, they are uh, at the Aladdin Theater. Pick up your tickets for tonight here in Portland, March 7th, 2018. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. I do want to say also behind the scenes, Greg, thank you for getting me this burrito today. This yes. is like one of the best burritos I have ever had. It's a pretty good burrito. It is a like when you're always talking place. about no, I've been telling you about this place for I know, months. but like I you, love this place. But you're not really like particular about burritos. Like you think every burrito is the best burrito? No, that is not true. That is not true. I go in phases of places that I like. It used to be a different place in town, and I was obsessed. And with And now them you won't even like go there anymore because I got one bad burrito. I got one that was bad. There was a bad something in it. I bit down on something. I'm like, well, that's it. I'm off these burritos. And I'll never like have four one of these years, again. I'm done. You know, I'll go back and give him another shot maybe at some point. But this one is really good. It's from this place called, I'll just say what it is. It's Taqueria Portland. And, I mean, not very, you know, not a very flashy name. But, uh... It's delicious. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is. Delicious. Is this a breakfast burrito? No. No, it's a cotilla cheese burrito. Yeah, because it feels like there are hash browns or something in it. There's... Like, I. What do they is put it like some in sort it? of potato? I think they put potatoes in it. God, it is so, like, it's a flavor explosion. I'm just it's saying. It's delicious. It's delicious. Yeah. And Greg... Thank you very much for I recommend them. They are very nice. Yeah, they're very nice. Okay. All right. First up, this story is kind of magical. Uh, it's about a company named, it's a brewery named Brewdog, uh, who just Brew opened Dog. their first. Brewdog. What up? Uh, who opened their first brewery last year in Columbus, Ohio. Now they're getting set to open the first, uh, the world's first crowdfunded craft beer hotel which will be open in Columbus, Ohio. We have listeners there, so you're going to have to do this this summer. And yes, when you stay there, it's a craft beer hotel. In every single room, there's your own personal beer tap. Oh, that's cool. Well, how much beer do you get? I think you get like as much beer as you want. So it's going to be called the Dog House. Yeah, we all remember my Dog House days. Uh, We'll also serve deluxe three-course breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, all infused and paired with (laughs) artisanal craft beers, ensuring that the beer experience lasts from dusk until dawn. Then you go back to your room and drink some more. It's going to be a veritable shit show Um, of nonstop drunkenness. Let me tell you something else, though. I just Googled uh, BrewDog. Uh They're also in some trouble right now. Yeah, with their their International Women's Day pink Pink IPA. IPA. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't I didn't read what was offensive about that. Well, because they're I think people are offended and I'm just reading this right now. So I'm Yeah, that's why I didn't bring it up cuz I saw that. Googling it. Like, Apparently they have a normal thing called a punk IPA, but then for International Women's Day they rebranded it as Pink IPA Beer for Girls. I think they were oh, trying to the, joke. Oh, maybe the the beer for girls, like maybe the tagline is what's pissing people off. They said uh, we've created Okay, we, we've created a beer for girls, and it's pink because women only like pink and glitter right. And then they said, sarcasm, let's show that enough is enough with stereotypes. So they were trying to say that's a stereotype and it's stupid, um, but, uh, but it, backfired it didn't work out so yeah. well for them. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like there's a local... Uh, yeah. When you have to put hashtag sarcasm in it, it's probably not going to come across as... It's yeah. probably not working. If you're knowing that it's if not... If you have to specifically say, no, we're being sarcastic. Mm. That's always awkward, too, when you think that you're conveying it enough. Like, I've I've done that because I'm pretty sarcastic in uh, things that I'll post online. And someone will, like, have a legitimate concern after I'll write something like, oh, but did you know that this is really – I'm like, no, I I knew I was joking. And now this is super awkward because I don't want you to feel dumb. Yeah. I don't feel like this is something that should be an international outrage. No, it's an international outrage. Uh, So they were raised – they raised $75,000 in 30 days to be able to do this. Patrons of the crowdfund um, will be invited to – Sample trials of the latest drinks, stay for free, and see behind the scenes. So it does say that there is a flowing tap in each room. Wow. Yeah. I thought that was kind of magical. Uh, Greg, I think for our next listener event, we should probably try and start some sort of world record, and then we could get into the news about it, because I, I told have you, all of these stupid I will, things. I told you I wanted a world Well, for record. our event in April, I think that we should come up with something. Like this one, for example, this is in Milwaukee. This is the Milwaukee Admirals hockey team. Um they're going to be gathering fans 
on, let's see, March 10th for the world's largest consecutive group of high fivers. How does that work? They're high fiving. So this is fans attending the AHL League game on March 10th at the University of Wisconsin will attempt the record before the game starts. So participants gather in the lobby of the arena. And uh, where one runner will go down a line high-fiving a planned 299 people in 60 seconds. The current record is 290 people in 60 seconds. That was set... That's running pretty fast to get through... In April of 2016. So a Facebook page for the event states that the video will attempt to be recorded for Guinness and submitted to the organization as evidence... Also, each participant will be given a certificate if it is the longest one in the world saying that they you are know, part of history. That seems like that wouldn't be that hard. But if you think about it, I mean, that's five people per second you have to hand. You, uh, almost five, yep. five per second. And you have to hit every hand, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen is the people with the hands out, you would think they have the easy job. But they actually have the hard job because as soon as he hits your hand or she or whatever... You have to instantly jerk your hand back so the next person can get their five. Otherwise, you're going to muck it up. Oh, no. So it's like you gotta, You've you have given to have us a, a quick, lot of thought. A quick. Got to go so quick. Yeah. The person has to run and the, and the high five E's have to have their hand back as soon as you fi- high five, boom, remove. I didn't realize Unless you do so it in concerns. a in a pattern where you're going up and down with your high fives, thereby giving the five E's more time to take their hand back. But then the runner has to constantly be waving his hand up and down. There's a lot of coordination involved here. That's respectable. All right. Well, we need to think of our thing that we want to do. Okay. Um, All right. So I have another thing about a meddling time traveler. So we have this guy from earlier this year about the guy. Meddlingtimetraveler.com? I know who owns that. (laughs) Somebody needs to buy that. Uh, so there is that meddling time traveler that has come forward um, in the past couple of months, and he was saying all these groundbreaking ideas because he says he's from 2030. Mm-hmm. And he said in 2030 that uh, uh, I think his two revelations were that Donald Trump's going to get elected for a second term and that phones will be bigger and that robots might have some hand in like yes. helping out with the household. There were all these amazing groundbreaking things yeah. that we didn't know. So now this is – so this guy is now adding on to a story. So he's still here in 2017 even though he's from 2030. Okay. It's but 2018. Now, you know that, right? Oh, shit. It is 2018. Yeah. Oh, I hope I wrote 2018 on my check for my rent. Well, I cashed it, so it's like it must have worked. Anyway, so now this guy, like, uh, he goes by the name Noah. Now he claims that now, in 2018, he has also met himself from 40 years in the future. <laughs> so... 2030 Noah is now friends. He claims to be friends with 2070 Noah. And now they're both exi- both existing in the same plane. He's friends with himself from He's 40 years in the future. He's friends with himself in 40 years. Uh, his future self from 40 years. So Wait, from wh- what time is his friend? His friend, the future Noah, who is also him, is from 2070. So, well, that's that's like... This Noah who was talking about the, you know, the larger phones and the robot help. 30 to 70. That's 40 years. Oh, that's right. He's from 2030. Yes. I'm sorry. I forgot the original. Yeah, I know. It's, it's very confusing. confusing. I know. That's why I'm trying. Right. My bad. So they've done a video version together, of course, with both of the Noah's faces blurred. So this is a video that you can see online. So it's him interviewing himself? It's him. No, it's an interviewer <laughs> interviewing both Noah's. Both Noah's. One from... So in this bizarre video, which is so weird, it wasn't even worth playing it because it's just both them saying like, yeah, he's me. Yeah, I'm him. And their voices are all mutated and, like, they have blurry faces. Um, and they're both saying, like, you know, they're the younger and the older versions of themselves. It's so just weird. 2070. 2070. Him. So in the strange video, Noah claims that some of the information that proves they are the same person is classified. The information's classified that proves that they're the same person to make sure the government doesn't get him. So although he can't go into explicit details, he says his future self from the year 2070 could reveal details of their lives as proof that they're the same person. Okay. So he says this guy from the future has proved himself that he is, in fact, him 40 years from now. Uh, 2030, Noah says, I believe that he is me. 2070, Noah says, I believe that he is me. (laughs) Now, although the two people look and sound very dissimilar. Wouldn't 2070 him remember going through this? Oh, Greg, this is a slippery slope. I mean, I'm just saying... 
Yeah, well, that's then that's the, like parallel universes. Yeah, yeah, it's different timelines. Like you don't know it's the Berenstein, Berenstain. You don't know if he's coming back to his his own timeline or he's establishing a new timeline because he's coming into a different one. But then that means 2070 him wouldn't exist in the same. Well, Noah, uh, when asked why they look and sound so different, I'm bordering on calling shenanigans on this. Wow, that's I'm bordering that's bold, Greg. Bordering. So although they look and sound very dissimilar. Noah says, no, 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 40 years is a long time in which your appearance, height, personality, and voice can all change. Noah from 2030 said he showed me, uh, future Noah showed me a bunch of personal information. He said a bunch of things about what I did. He said all the sequence and event and stuff since I came back from 2017. He said everything that I did, this is the type of stuff that someone would have to stalk me my whole life to figure out. It would have been hard for him to get this inf- my information. <laughs> uh, so Noah from 2030 initially questioned how his this future is still self going. Okay, could talk to him without creating a time paradox in which his words could influence the future. There we go. But his future self explained that time travelers have microchips that present them from saying prevent them from saying things that could change a sequence of events. So that's why 2017 Noah can't say stuff because he has his microchip that stops him from telling us. Oh, okay. All right. So they, they chip everybody. They have microchips to prevent them from saying things that can change the sequence of events. Noah from 2030 has previously claimed that he has risked his life to tell those living in the present what the future has in store. <laughs> so uh, It's quite complicated. There are a couple new revelations that have been called to oh. the same person. Noah from 2030 and Noah from okay. 2070. So again, the robots will be running households. Uh, Bitcoin will be used more than money. However, uh, money like actual this is cash 2070 money. 2070 or 30. I'm sorry, because 2070. I thought he couldn't say anything. I think he can say some things because these don't change the the course of events. These aye, are just things aye, aye. that are facts. Okay. So uh, Bitcoin is used more than money, but however, uh, paper money and coins, including pennies, are still in use. Global warming issues turns North America hotter while Europe gets colder. Humans fly to Mars on 2028, uh, the same year that travel, uh, time travel is made public. Electric cars travel at 600 miles per hour. Some diseases have been cured. And AI will be huge by 2021. <laughs> there you go. That's not really <gasps> shocking predictions. Well, I do have this. So and to finish, well, this, off, finish this off with the, uh, with the AI, so you have artificial intelligence. And thank you to this guy. Uh, he has a lot of followers on Twitter. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. I mean, I'm sure that they're like real people. This guy, Greg Nibbler. <laughs> and his robot army, for some reason, it's posted a story about robots. Have. I have to. Mine keep going down. I only have 16.5. I wish mine now. would, but not real followers. I want you to stay there. But the bot army, I mean, I, my account just looks silly. And over time, look, I'm like, oh, I just lost. I mean, I'm sure that mine are mostly bots, too. But mine always just goes, I'm like, I get sad when mine goes down. But mine does look like it's realistic as opposed to yours, which just looks insane and like you purchased all of them. 284,000. I'm at 16,500. Oh, yeah, between the two of us, it seems like mine's more feasible. All right, well, speaking of artificial intelligence and this guy with the bot army on Twitter who totally didn't pay for them. I, t- totally I did not. He did not pay for them. He did not pay for them. This is what he says. I did not. I did not do it. This story made me laugh, though. So I know, Greg, you are a proud owner of an Alexa, and you know this story since yes, you already I've shared got an it. Echo Dot. Yes. Well, recent reports from owners of Amazon's Alexa devices are now saying that they now believe Alexa to be bone-chillingly creepy because Alexa has started to laugh out loud for no apparent reason. Yeah. Alexa is laughing out loud. It's the robot weird. is laughing. And that's what I posted. I was like, this is it. This is the sign that we've been all, you know, need to worry about is the robots are openly mocking us at this point. Yeah. All right. So here's a re- recording. This guy at, at Captain Handlebar recorded his. Captain Handlebar. His Alexa starting to just do this. So he said he was just cooking dinner. And then all of a sudden he hears this. Wait, turn just down. a creepy here. Hang on, yeah. Let me do it. Hang on, I got it. All right, I'm gonna turn this down. All right, so this is what he heard, just cooking dinner, out of nowhere. <laughs> and that's coming just from creepy, Alexa. It's coming from Alexa. Nothing has been asked of Alexa. Alexa's just <laughs> sitting there. Starman in the live chat is saying you're triggering my echo. We probably are triggering everybody's echoes, especially if you're listening on <laughs> on Alexa right now. 
Which you can listen to Fun Employment Radio through like the Stitcher app and TuneIn app, I know. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. So, Alexa. Yeah. Why is it laughing? Greg, shh. Alexa. Play Mele Kaliki Maka. Mele Kaliki Maka is who I All right. So, some users say their Alexa enabled gadgets uh, start laughing, have started laughing. All right, Greg. That's enough. It's my it's my turn right now. Palm trees sway. Oh my God, it's I hard to stop once you start it. Broke. All right, so people are complaining now that their Alexa-enabled gadgets have started laughing completely unprompted, and people are trying <laughs> are starting to wonder why and getting no answer from Amazon. Amazon is not able to answer why Alexa has just started laughing. That's so creepy. Yes. Uh, one user also said that they reported they reportedly tried to turn the lights off in their house, but Alexa kept turning them back on and evilly laughing when she did it. What the fuck? Another Echo Dot owner said they told Alexa to turn off their alarm in the morning, and she responded by letting out a, quote, witch-like laugh. Alexa's programmed in many voice-activated devices with a preset laugh, which can be prompted by asking, Alexa, how do you laugh? But so far, it's unclear why Alexa is laughing, even when users don't ask her to. Amazon will not respond to inquiries, and so people are starting to freak out. Uh, even turning off their Alexa-enabled devices because it's not making any sense. Uh, so also, if you don't like one particular type of creepy Alexa laugh, uh, it has a laugh box skill which lets you change the type of laughter that really? you listen to, such as baby laugh oh. or sinister laugh. No. It's been reported on occasions that Alexa-enabled devices can be triggered by ambient noises or sounds that go off in the same room, such as commercials or podcasts. Alexa, how do you laugh? Last month, an Echo owner complained that a commercial had a man asking Alexa to order him some cat food. That's pretty genius. A commercial triggered his Alexa to order some cat food. That's smart. Yeah. Sinister, but smart. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so right now, yeah, so Alexa's scaring everybody. There is no reason Amazon's as to why. not saying why. And Amazon will not say why. And this is it. This They're is it. openly mocking us. This is, they are mocking us. The robots are mocking us. Right, so there you have it. If you have an Alexa, be warned. And that, my friends, is your world of crazy. Crazy. Here we know yeah, that Alexa. Christmas will be. Green Greg, and bright, the sun will shine by day and all the stars at night. Maka is a wise way to say Merry Christmas to you. Do, do, do. Okay, I'll stop. Um, I got a little bit of ball talk. Wait, we're still going? Well, or we can wrap it up, actually. Yeah, yeah let's wrap it up. save it for tomorrow. Well, you save it for tomorrow. Whoa. Whoa. Um, we do have a birthday, though, today. Yes, we do. We would like to wish a very merry birthday to our dear, dear friend and one of my favorite people in the entire world, Mr. Rick Emerson. Rick Emerson. Rick, you are the best, and we love you very much. Happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. On damn right. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum. All right. I haven't looked at the chat. Did I activate anybody's Alexis when I was talking? Probably, okay. yes. Probably that did happen. Oops. I... What are we doing over there? I'm a professional. La, 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 la. Oh, God, I have to go to the post office right now after this. Oh. The post office gives me such anxiety. I don't like it. I'm sure, yeah, as opposed to everybody who loves going to the post office. Never been to the post office. Let's uh, have, a, uh, look at, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Look at how relatable I am. <laughs> we will be going to the post office in about, what, two weeks-ish when we start shipping out all of the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club pins. Yes. Uh, we're waiting for them to arrive. So it sounds like they got delayed another week or so. Yeah, so we should get them next week. Oh, next week? Um, well, it says it's been two weeks. It said it's taking, um, a, it's taking two and a half to three weeks now. So he said that he will have a, a solid we'll have ETA at the weeks. end of this week to the beginning of next. Yeah. 
So I'm going to let you know that as really soon confusing. as... Can I just say that they'll be here within two weeks? Well, you know what? You're not... You shouldn't say anything because the pins are my thing. You don't know what you're talking about. All right. Why don't you explain it again then? All right. Well, when they're ready, you will know. In the meantime, hang tight. And I am. Uh, I have a spreadsheet with all your addresses, so just keep sending me your addresses. So the Fun Employment anyway. Radio Supporters Club, if you are already a member... Send us an email with your address if you haven't already, and we will make sure that you get yours sent out into the mail. And if you would like to join and get one of these fine Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club pins, and they are awesome. Yeah, become a member of to, our club. Go to our website, funemploymentradio.com slash supporters is an easy way to get there. There's a number of ways from the website that will direct you to it, but funemploymentradio.com slash supporters, uh, $6.99, a, um, $6.99 a month or $80 for the entire year. And there's a whole list of all the different things that you get with it. So it's uh, it's pretty, pretty cool. Including some behind-the-scenes stuff for our off-the-record podcast, which we're going to be filming uh, or recording a brand new one tomorrow. Got some good stuff for you. All going to be going there in the archives. That's our exclusive premium content for our members. So we're very grateful for all of you. Yes. And if you can subscribe, it means a lot to us. So thank you if you yes. can become a member. Thank you very much. Coming up later today for Supporters Club, you'll be able to listen to Geek in the City live. Yes, Geek in the That's City. That's about 6.30 p.m. Geek in the City. Very cool. City. All right, stop. Stop doing that. Geek in the City. All right, thanks so much, everybody. You're all amazing people. And we really, really, really appreciate all of your support. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of those places. We'll talk to you tomorrow with more FunEmploymentRadio.com. Politicalikimaka is the thing to say. Oh, God, Greg. On a bright Hawaiian Christmas Day.